Welcome to the Intuitive Rising Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Brooks. This is a podcast that invites you to remember who you are, return to yourself, and rise into your highest and best soul self. Every week, I will be sharing inspiring conversations about topics that hold keys to your awakening. My mission as an international evidential psychic medium, Reiki practitioner, and intuitive mentor is to help you rise into who you were born to be. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Happy February. Wow. February 2024. I hope you are doing so well. I hope everyone is finding some ease and flow in their lives. And that's certainly what this month is trying to help us find. When I tap into the energetics of February, picking up on what I'm hearing in this moment is there are two very different pathways for us this month. Um, What we may all be experiencing, and then there's kind of like a path that we can choose which direction we want to take. There's been this message that has come through quite a bit lately for me uh, when I'm with clients or, you know, opening the Akashic Records or doing any higher self work. And that is that, you know, all roads lead home, so to speak. All of us are on a spiritual journey, whether we are intentionally, consciously on that spiritual journey or not, we're kind of getting to the same place. So there's been a lot of the same place, I mean regardless of which choice we make. It just feels like we can accelerate or take maybe the scenic route um, right now. That's kind, of, that's kind of what I'm feeling. Spirit wants to help us find ease in whatever choice that we make. However, please know, I feel like you really can't F this up is what Spirit's saying. At the end, you're getting to the same place. It's just like, do we want some more lessons? You know, do we want... Um, some challenge? Do we learn best with tension and challenge? And we do, do we need that in order to fully integrate what it is that our higher selves trying to get us to learn? Or, you know, are we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready to accelerate and take an, a more accelerated path? And those are these very distinct two paths that I see. Now, I know I've been like seeing a lot of things on social media from people that talk about the Schumann's resonance and, you know, um, ascension symptoms and things like that. And certainly I think that's a topic that we could do a whole episode about in the future. But the reason I bring that up is because I was just reading something recently, might have even been this weekend, about, you know, how this kind of 5D energy, this new earth, new consciousness is here right now. And we're feeling the shift and some of us are accelerating, moving in with flow and ease into this expanded form of human consciousness. That, by the way, is inevitable for all of us. It's just kind of like, how long is it going to take for you? And how easeful is it going to be? So, you know, when people talk about the shift, the split between the 3D and the 5D, it feels like, you know, some of us are still here focusing a lot, all of us, most of us really, really, really need to ground ourselves and be in our bodies, especially during these times. And that really reminds me of something that came through in the Akashic Records very, very recently for me. And it was about, you know, so many of us that are on the spiritual path or on the self-development track 
are always looking at ourselves as something to fix. And what I heard from spirit was like, it's great to want to improve and want to do better, but you are not broken. You are not something to fix. You are not broken. And, you know, I think that's a message that comes through very, very, very clearly this month. So let's get started, shall we? As always, for each month, I pull a tarot card, an oracle card, and a soul's journey lesson card ahead of the episode. And then in the moment, I channel a number, um, an animal, and a color for us. So let's get started with the tarot first. So we've got the Five of Cups come through. And the Five of Cups really brings through a feeling of potentially... Some of us might be feeling left let down. I specifically hear down in the dumps. So some of us might have just kind of gone through a major life change or we're navigating one or we're trying to make a decision about something that really affects the like the future for us. It it really is, you know, showing us we take this path or we take this path. So it feels as if, as if some of us have been experiencing this firsthand in terms of experiences, opportunities, relationships. I got to say specifically relationships. So it feels like some of us maybe struggling a little bit in our relationships, whether they're romantic with our, you know, our partners, our family, our kids, our parents, our friends, our coworkers. It definitely feels like there's a bit of a theme of relationships. And I know there was last month too. Um, and what I feel coming through in this moment is that some of us have made really major decisions as of lately when it comes to our relationships, either we're leaving them. Um, we're taking a pause. We're hitting the pause button for a little bit. We're, we're just testing the water, so to speak. Maybe we're starting counseling or maybe we're taking a time out or maybe we've had this sense of clarity come in and we're connected again and we're brought back together. Regardless of what is happening, I definitely feel like there's a lot of focus on relationships in February. So please be mindful of that. It feels like a lot of our lessons that want to come through from our higher selves are relationship-based. So some of us might be feeling some letdown or maybe our expectations haven't been met in some way. And we might be focusing on what is not working out rather than what is working out or what could be working out. So I don't want to spiritually bypass here. I know that obviously if we're making major life changes, if we're struggling in our personal relationships, if we feel just kind of a heavier energy, if we feel in limbo, then obviously there's going to be a lot of focus on what isn't working. Because honestly, a lot of us are best motivated as humans through struggle and tension, myself included. It's kind of like, when are you ever going to do something about this thing? You know, and a lot of us, because of our innate desire for safety and security and familiarity, struggle with tearing the band-aid off, so to speak. And uh, it feels like that might be what's going on. So I know when that's happening, obviously, there's going to be a focus on what isn't working, right? And the, and the fact the struggle and the challenge with what isn't working is, in fact, the thing that 
helps us pull the Band-Aid off. But there also needs to be some time this month where we feel a little bit of hope, have a little faith. I've heard that a few times in the last week from Spirit in client readings and again in the records. Um, you know that song? I don't know when it came out, probably before the, the 90s, but I remember a lot of like rom-com in the 90s had this song playing. I wish I could remember the artist. He has an amazing voice. But the song is called Have a Little Faith in Me. That song comes through really, really, really clearly. And this message is directed at you. Have a little faith in yourself is what I'm hearing this month. And so, yeah, you know, work at what's not working. Let go a little bit. Have bring some clarity in around what's not working. Sure. But don't forget to have a little faith in yourself and your ability to make decisions and on how this is aligning you with what could be. This is, I just heard vast potential. So what this means to me is that there's vast potential and opportunities around in this moment. So when the proverbial shit hits the fan and we rip the bandaid off and we make those absolutely vital changes in our personal relationships, whatever those changes may be, when we take a real good, honest look at ourselves and we bravely make a decision that benefits all of us, everyone that's involved in the personal situation, not the whole wide world, but you know, you and the other person. And this realigns us in a massive way is what I'm hearing. I get goosebumps as I say this because it really and truly feels like spirit is trying to lead us a bit towards ease, but sometimes the ease doesn't come or we don't fully feel it until we've done the thing. And this very much reminds me of something that I've learned from spirit before and is probably worth sharing again. Um, something that spirit taught me is that when we make a really big major life decision, we often expect instant gratification, instant relief, instant satisfaction, um, that, you know, oh, life is perfect now because I left this relationship or this job or I, you know, whatever that, whatever it is that you did and you expect immediate and sometimes you get that, but more often than not, you don't get it immediately. And what this does to us is then we get in our heads, right? I know so many times in my life, this has happened to me. We get in our heads and we go, oh my God, I made the wrong decision. But what if we just learned that after we make a major life decision, and we don't feel that immediate relief, it does not mean that we made the wrong decision. What if we learned that it meant that there was an energetic shedding happening, meaning the, the energetics of what kept you in that situation before needs to be shed. It needs to be cleansed and released. 
in order to fully integrate this new energetic. Because if you're making a major life change, say for some of you, maybe you left a relationship or you're thinking about leaving a relationship, the energetics of what kept you in that dance with that person is different than the energetics of the person you would become outside of that relationship. And what I'm talking about is if this relationship we're talking about is not aligned with you anymore, right? You've moved away, you've grown from the relationship, or maybe it really is just a really detrimental environment for you. And so the energetics of that person that you want to be outside of the relationship needs a moment to integrate. So that's one thing that spirit brings through really, really strongly for the month of February. If you're kind of feeling out of sorts or you're looking back to the past, because that's another message with this. Some of us might be focusing on what's not working so much so that we're not focusing on like the faith, the light at the end of the tunnel, what it is that we want, what led to this decision in the first place or this, um, what led us to this nudge to do something different, even if we haven't done it yet. And maybe some of us are focused on the past. Maybe we're on the other side now. Maybe that's why this comes in. Maybe we've made the big decision. Now we're on the other side and we're like, what did I do? And we're looking back with rose colored glasses at a situation that we know was not right for us. Now, I usually don't skip ahead to the soul's journey lesson card. It's usually the third message that I reveal, but I do feel like it fits so well with this message that we just spoke about. The soul's journey lesson card for the month of February for all of us is loneliness. And what this card is asking you to do is to reflect on the difference, because there's a major difference, between being lonely and being alone. So going back to the point, maybe some of us have have made that decision and are now in this new situation. And we're looking back with rose-colored glasses. Oh my God, I made a mistake. Allow yourself time to integrate. Don't rush, I hear, and spend this time in contemplation rather than focusing on, holy shit, I made a mistake. Ask yourself to reflect on the difference between being lonely and being alone. This is a very you-centered month. I know I said there's a relationship focus this month. And last month, there was a lot of guidance on making things There was a, a focus on like the other in the relationship, right? And communication. And all of that kind of stuff. But February comes in a bit more you-focused. Not to say we're not going to give a crap about the people in our lives. But if we're feeling kind of sort of out of sorts, we need to check in with ourselves. We need more self-love. And this month is calling for it. You are worthy of love. Okay, let's finish the cards with the oracle message. (coughs) I pulled from the deck the Divine Master's Oracle by Kyle Gray. And I pulled a card that I've never pulled before, and it's very interesting. It's Serapis Bay. Serapis Bay. And it says paradigm shift underneath. 
Okay, let's see. So what I read in the guidebook about this guy is that he was a divine master. He is a divine master. And what he does is he helps people with ascension symptoms. Hmm, interesting. Because in the Five of Cups message, some guidance came through about ascension. And, and huge, vast possibilities, right? And this two different paths and the consciousness expanding. So this is why he's coming in. He's coming in to help us with these decisions, okay? So he helps with ascension symptoms. Some common ascension symptoms, I know because I experience them so often, are upset stomach, almost like a purge a little bit sometimes, TMI. Um, I know I'm not alone in that either. Headaches, sleep disturbances, you know, maybe we're feeling kind of emotional and we're crying a lot. Maybe we feel like our heart's racing, obviously. You know, if, if this is like something you feel like more, I don't want you to blame everything on ascension symptoms. You know, check, keep up on your health, please. Advocate for yourself. But if you're noticing a pattern like, I'm fine the rest of the time, but certain times I feel like this and then I find out, oh, it's a full moon. Or then you go online and you follow someone who talks a lot about the Schumann resonance. Then you're like, oh, there was a big surge. Okay. And then you kind of connect those dots. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So he helps people fully align their mind, body, and soul. And he helps with, encourages you not to try to escape and avoid things. This is not about transcending your earthly, the earthly realm. This is not about, you know, being so spiritually evolved that you forget that you're a human in the earth realm with human problems. You know, it's not about that. I feel like sometimes that spiritual bypassing when we're like, oh, let's just evolve and transcend any earthly problem that we have. <laughs> I don't really think that that works for a lot of us. How is that working for you? It doesn't work for me. There's got to be a balance, right? It's got to be about knowing that we have the support in the spiritual realm. Remembering that we are a part of the spiritual realm. We are spirits having human experiences. And with that being said, why would a spirit, why would your spirit choose a human experience in your life right here, right now, if they didn't want you to work at some of your shit in your life, right? Hard truths. Okay. So he helps those who are ready to break cycles. He helps cycle breakers. I'm so glad I know of him now because this guy was not on my radar before today, but he is now. So please call on him, Serapis, S-E-R-A-P-I-S, B-E-Y. All right, Google him, look him up, write the name down, meditate, journal, whatever you got to do. Just if you haven't heard of him before, like me, here he is. So he brings in this feeling like it's time for change. That's why you're feeling potentially a little out of sorts. Maybe there's things in relationships that just aren't working very well. Now, I hear very clearly from, from spirit. This is not necessarily telling everybody to flip the table on their own life, so to speak. I'm not saying, hey, get a divorce, move out, start over. 
It doesn't have to be that severe, right? For some of us, it may need to be. But for the vast majority of us, it's more like, hey, what's not working in your relationships? What's making you feel not worthy in some way? Where are your insecurities in the relationship? And what's your role in those? And then if there are issues in your partnerships, whether they're romantic or with kids or your parents or your coworkers or your friends, it's time to address them. So we can transcend the challenge. We don't want to ascend the lesson. We need to live the lesson. That's what comes in right now. We need to live the lesson. We can't transcend it. In order to move past it, we have to live it. Okay? So there's, we don't want to numb and avoid and run away from our feelings and our stuff. It's a great month to have a heart-to-heart. It's time to full speed ahead is what I hear. Time for change. I also heard a term that's been coming up a lot lately. It came up a lot in the 2024 readings that I did for uh, the people that purchased that reading package. And the term is trim the fat. And what that means is it's time to trim the fat in your life in 2024. I just got major goosies down my left side. So what does trim the fat means? It means anything that is not serving you, where are the boulders in your backpack that don't make sense for where you want to go? It's time to trim the fat. So it could be, huh, I have this insecurity about this and it's causing me to feel this way. And my responsibility in this relationship and in this reaction is to be honest with myself that that's causing that issue. And this is my part, my responsibility in this dance I have with my partner or my mom or my child or whomever it is. Maybe it's just like, you know what, like this isn't working. Maybe it's, hey, let's have a heart to heart so we can figure out how to, for, how to get to work, rather. There's so many new opportunities and gifts that you need to make room for. So this is where I come back to this image with the two pathways. Okay, so it's like you can trim the fat, so to speak, do the work, and take this pathway that might accelerate and get you to where you want to go a little bit quicker. Because you've energetically cleared and made space for it. Or maybe you take this path, which is the scenic route, and has more lessons, and, you know, we haven't fully, not ready to do what we have to do, and we just take the longer way. So that's interesting. That's really, really interesting. So let's recap quickly with those before I move into the other three things that I bring through. There's a big focus this month on relationships, but it feels kind of internal this month in terms of taking the time to reflect on what you bring to the table, if there's work that you could do, and also, you know, just taking a real honest look at, is this worth my time? Is this something I want to continue? Do I see this helping me in the future? Is this something that's keeping me stagnant? 
and being honest with yourself. This is a month of more self-love. Reminder that you are worthy of love. Try to spend a little bit of time focusing on why you're making the decisions you are now, why you feel the way you do now. Let your emotions be your guide is what I'm hearing this month. Seeing a compass, compass like right here in the middle of the chest, which is really beautiful. It's like, let your emotions help you. Let your emotions out. Don't try to stuff them down. And then we had Divine Master come in, Serapist Bay, helping with this paradigm shift that we're in with this crossroads, helping us make decisions. Reminds us, don't try to escape or avoid your earthly problems. You know, you are a human. You came here to navigate those problems because they help with your soul growth. Trim the fat and new opportunities and gifts will make way for you if you make if you make room for them all right so now I'm just going to take a moment I'm going to see what number wants to come in what color and what animal okay so I did this very intuitively uh and I'm gonna get my safari browser open so that I can google whatever comes up in the moment and give you a little more information okay so number How random. Okay, I've got a two-digit number. I don't know if that's random or not. I see a 17, one seven, which you could break down to eight if you wanted to. So I'm going to look up, I'm going to look up um, in a moment if I can. My web browser will work. Okay, I'm going to look up the numerology of 17. let's see what comes up so it says and I quote <laughs> okay so let's keep scrolling so it reduces to eight it says an eight is associated with business success in business and material aspect of life um, it talks about the influence of one and seven on eight energy so 17 is the most fortunate configuration of the number eight vibrational sequence Amazing. 17 is the most fortunate. This is because of the influence of numbers one and seven. The number one is the number of the individual. There we go. You focused. The individual. And number seven is the number of spirit. Remember, 5D consciousness, all of that. Uh, these two influence influences direct the eight energy into independent business aims that are balanced by introspection and spiritual influences. So I know there's a lot of talk about business here, but I want to extend that to just life in general. Okay. So this, there's this kind of dance happening, this balance between introspection and spiritual influences. So it's asking you to take a balanced outlook that take both inner and outer concerns into consideration. <sighs> This is associated with the 17th card of the Major Arcana of Terra, which is the star. Um, the star is like an oasis of spirituality that rejuvenates and restores the weary traveler on the journey of life. 
Yes. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, you might be kind of exhausted with life, with situations, with, you know, the, the situations that you find yourself in. Maybe we're doing the same thing over and over again. We're having the same argument over and over again. We're having the same situation play out and we're getting a little tired of it. So spirit is saying, hey, rest your weary bones. Go in. Self-love. Reflect on yourself. Reflect on the difference between being lonely and being alone. And I keep seeing like an arrow, right? It's almost like when you get really clear, I think that's a really, really important contemplation this month is what's the difference between being lonely and being alone? Are you kind of blending those two? Are you really afraid of being alone? some of us are maybe lonely in our relationships so just contemplate those and this arrow i feel like helps it's getting to the point of the matter is what i hear it that's it cuts through the fat you know it it really pierces the actual issue at hand okay thank you spirit we love that and let's close our eyes and see what comes through about a number okay very clearly i see the color orange so I'm going to give, give a quick little Google. So orange symbolizes the individual's relationship to the external world, the needs and wants of the physical body, and the way in which we are satisfied and connected to the world of work, which is interesting because we talked about inner work, doing the work. Um, in the aura Orange signifies thoughtfulness and creativity. Let's see if anything else comes in. Um, just as an added. It's asking you to be bold. And it wants to bring in enthusiasm and motivation for you. Overall, um, orange can represent creativity and intense energy, and I definitely felt that intensity, so to speak. Well, it feels like we might have some good outlets for it. Maybe getting creative this month is a good outlet for this intense, the intensity of the energy of the month. Maybe this is one of those self-care messages that somebody, you know, a lot of us might find some peace and clarity. Uh, maybe we get in our zone when we're doing something creative. Okay, creative is a very broad, it's broad, it's a big umbrella, it's not just about drawing and painting, we need to get out of that mindset that it's just that, right, you are a creator simply by being here, because you, you bring in the invisible into the visible every single day, your words, you think something, you say it, you're creating Okay, so just think about that. That can also be that example is really good with some of the guidance that came in earlier about maybe it's time to say something. So we go in, we reflect, we have those contemplations about lonely, alone, what's working for us, what isn't, having a really, really good, honest look at ourselves and our relationships and interactions with other people and our overall feeling of fulfillment. That's what the seven, the 17 wanted to provide. Remember the star, the spiritual oasis, it's offering you some, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
respite. It's offering you some respite in this intense energy. So this could be a good month where you reach for orange in the closet if you have any. Maybe you are eating more orange foods. It can never hurt, especially in the winter months. Load up on the vitamin C. You can just imagine the color orange in your mind when you are about to do something that might require some enthusiasm or some courage. You can picture orange in your mind as you approach those things. And lastly, I'm going to see if there's an animal that wants to come through. Okay, I see one right away. I am seeing a lion. I love this. I love lions. Okay, so let's let's see what comes up with this with the lion. Okay, so the lion is synonymous with strong emotions. Remember, we talked so many, so many things that connect here. It's an energy that's intense as the sun's rays on the earth. Its meanings can include majesty and courage. Courage, right? Helping us with courage. Its strength and intelligence will help you get through the tough times and rise above them. Okay, so again, the validation, we might be feeling some intense emotions. There's an intensity in the air. Maybe there's an intensity of our ascension symptoms. Uh, maybe our, the things that aren't working in our relationships are kind of like a festering wound in the month of February and things might be getting worse before they're getting better, so to speak. Maybe it's just our mood. It's how we feel. Maybe we're just down in the dumps, right? Um, there's a big focus on emotions this month. They might be intense. Medicine for it is the contemplations that came through. You know, the colors, the guidance that came through. Call on the lion for courage this month. And know that you are so resilient is what I hear. You are resilient. We just heard animal kingdom. There's a focus on the word king. It's kind of like this message, you know, fix your crown. You know, you are important. You are worthy. Hold your head up high as you navigate and make brave choices. Happy February, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day this month. I hope everybody has a wonderful one. Remember... Even if you are alone on Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day is not just about romance with another person. It can very much be about romancing yourself, loving yourself. You can't love anyone else full on to the capacity that you can without loving yourself. Have a great month. I'll see you back here soon. If you have enjoyed this episode, please consider hopping on over to wherever you listen to your podcast and giving it a five-star review. Thank you so much in advance. If you'd like to keep in touch, please head over to my website, theintuitiverising.com to keep up with all the things that I have been doing. I also have a private Facebook community for people just like you. It's called the Intuitive Rising Community. 
All you got to do is request to join and I will let you in. Keep rising.